0: We started last week this, this is a gorgeous mimer, uh, just a wonderful, wonderful mimer, about the six days of being blessed by Shabbos. We spoke about it last week, and over Shabbos, remember a few times, we had the opportunity to implement what we learned with the words in Ritzei Vachalitzeinu, that we daven. Hashem, there should be no tzaras on the day of our rest. And the shayla we had from the B'nai Yitzchakir was, what about the six days of the week? What about the other days of the week? But we're not worried that every only on Shabbos nothing bad should happen to us. The rest of the week, it's okay if bad things happen to us. So we were learning that if Shabbos is Shabbos and there's no tzarah <coughs> the rest of the week is kind of like... I don't want to say, ah huh? Yeah, what's that? Perfect. Yes, but there's a Shmira, there's a Shmira on the rest of the week. Okay, now there's two ways to, 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 to feel, when daf nun zayin, the middle of paragraph, daf nun zayin bottom right column, there's two ways to understand that when there's a Shmira on Shabbos, so your person could rejoice in the fact that he's not sinning, or he could taste the noyam, the sweetness of Shabbos. Now, this, that's two different different—it's two, it's two, two, two different worlds. You know, you see sometimes with Bali etshuva, it's when they first become from, and they learn Hilchus Shabbos, they get such hana by realizing how much they refrained from doing bad things, right? Because they realize, oh my God, for years I'm doing things wrong, right? So then they learn a little, they go to a few shiurim on Hilchus Shabbos, and then they spend the first, I don't know how long it is during this period, just rejoicing, realizing... I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. And it gives them some kind of hana, knowing that if, if the temple was around, they wouldn't be stoned to death, right? <laughs> but then there's noam Shabbos. Then there's like, when I'm not happy anymore, only because I realize that I'm not sinning, but I become happy because I realize about the sweetness of Shabbos. So look what he says. Bottom of the right paragraph. This is a lot of I've been asking me. I'm just going to show it to Hevra. Yom Machmadim, Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter. So when a person merits and receives the spark of the sweetness and pleasure from Hashem, when you when when you have that moment of Shabbos where there's like a wink, you know, you know the wink happens quite often on Friday night. There's like a there's like that. It's like ah, this is what it's all about, right? So when a person tastes the wink, de and that's what brings a person closer. Meahava. Now this is very important. This he just labeled Shuva Meahava. Now we know Shabbos is all about Tashuv coming back, doing chuva. So chuva out of Yira would be the Balchuva that realizes, or let's not even say Bali Chuva, FFBs that were under the impression that for years they knew how to keep Shabbos, then they go to one Shmira this year, and they realize, oh my God, we, we didn't do anything like this growing up. So the first few weeks, I'm nizhar. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be doing that. I shouldn't be doing that. Is that Chuva? Yeah, it's tshuva Minira. But when the wink happens, and when there's a taste of the pleasure that comes out on Shabbos, it's also chuva. It's tshuva me'ahava. That's what he calls it. On Shabbos, tshuva me'ahava. Remember one year before, actually we were, we were already living here, but it was still not, not, it was the beginning, it was like, I don't know, maybe nine, ten, eight, eight years ago, nine years ago, so Yom Kippur, we would be and I in the back then it was just two girls, I think. We would go to uh Yerushalayim for Yom Kippur. I don't even know if Ellie invites you, if anyone else was here then. No. Wow. Amazing. Well Tom, you were here, yeah. So I would go Yom Kippur to uh I don't think you were here yet. To Mayanot, to Rebshimi Gestatni, to the the Khabal of there and uh, and to do to to you know lead services. R- uh, Rosh Hashanah was Thursday, Friday, Shabbos. Which happens often. And there, the, uh, you know, davening hours and hours. Very beautiful. Very special. Very, very special moments in life. Very special. Also, he's a very special person. If he, I recommend, no. you know, him. he's a very, very special yid. I have a lot of akarsatof to him. And his, the way, he, he doesn't even have to say that much, but his way, but his face looks like, Rosh Hashanah Kippur, you see... It's a yid that's really Mamlich, the Boreh, but with utmost Anava. So there was a lot of uh, uh, strong, strong tefillah for hours, Wednesday night, Thursday, Thursday night, Friday, all day, then Friday night. And then we thought, okay, so it's going to be, you know, Shabbat now, it's going to be, chill, right? And then Friday night, Barak, I don't know if you know Barak from, from, from that Hever, from Barak um, Huh? Holman, right, you know. <laughs> he was chazin Friday night. And the davening Friday, the simcha of that davening Friday night, I will never forget. I will never forget it because it was, I was, we've had Baruch Hashem here, but I remember they taste the simcha. So Rav Shlomo got up and he said, I understand, the last two days, tshuva me'ira, because it was ma'amish, yira v'fachad. Now the Simcha of Shabbos, this Friday night, he says, ah, tshuva me'ahava, the way you said it. But that can happen any Shabbos, that can happen any Shabbos, that we tune into the Simcha and the Naam and the sweetness that Shabbos offers. That's why he says, this is called tshuva me'ahava. bottom over here, bottom right column. Kol echad each person in accordance to where they're at. Each person in accordance to where they're at. Remember the famous piece in the in, in in the Tanya that speaks about this. The way the Zohar Kodesh explains this, each person, according to their bailus, according to their ownership over the media that they're working on. When a person feels that being close to God is good for them, feels good for them, that's called tshuva me'ahava. Now I wanna point out something, because when I was learning this yesterday, I realized there's something interesting here. What's the alternative? Well, well, yeah, but he said, but the word here, the diuk, is kirva. So he's saying, sometimes being close to the ribonish le'elam doesn't feel tov. not only not only because of a punishment, but also being too close, maybe too intense, or whatever it is, meaning like sometimes here, like they, they see we're very, very close here. So they're like, I don't know, it's a little bit uncomfortable. like, you know, like it's okay. Move up, move up a few, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come here, I'll make you feel very uncomfortable. Now. <laughs> so when Dovin HaMelech says, V'anir kevas kevas elakim li tov, there's a very big deal. I think he had a machsovah for dore doros for generations generations to come. That it's a, it should be a Pesach Ashar, a Zgulah, for people that they sh- it should feel good. It should feel good. Not j- that, the, that the kirva should feel good, right? The yesh, and he says, that's tshuva me'ahava, when it feels good. He says, that's called tshuva me'ahava. Now when is the quintessential time for kirva selokim litov, that being close to God feels good? That is Shabbos. That is Shavas. That's tshuva meahava. That's tshuva out of love. kiruv Noam. Any closeness that is result that's basically a result of noam. And noam here, the best way would be to would probably be sweetness. from having a pleasure and having some kind of a grasping of the Ravon HaShloem Kivyacho, Tshuva Me'ahava. That's why, essentially, Shabbos, we're doing chuva all day. Do, we could. We could be doing chuva all day. The whole day is just chuva. Shabbos Tshuva Me'ahava, Ahava Batanugim. Now, to understand the concept Ahava Batanugim, I want to just reinforce the Tanya Chabura <laughs> that's still taking place, right? Every morning. These are concepts that you have to... You can't really understand, and we spoke about this last week. You can't really understand anything in chasidah, any of the svarm. This is a kivyachal, a breast of a sefer. No, it's not exactly, but this is a breast of a sefer. You can't understand basic concepts that are throughout all the svarm unless you've swallowed, digested, danced with, cried with, laughed with the tanya. This not, you just can't. It won't work. So, this specifically, this perush, this concept, this terminology of ahava b'ta'anugim, now we can understand it based based on how we've learned it until now, which would be what? Shabbos is oineg Shabbos. Shabbos is on, it's about oneg. The karat ala Shabbat, oneg. What's pleasure? Pleasure is v'ani that it feels good to be close. What's that? Tshuva me'ahava. That's tshuva out of love. But to understand it as a concept, we have to go... We, Take time, or nudge Reb David, Aaron, to go into the p'timius of what Ahava Nugim is all about. No pressure. Moreno, Reb Nasen Zatzal. Omer Now I want you first to go to a footnote. This is very interesting. Look at the footnote. Says. He's going to quote something else, but first he's going to quote another footnote, and I have this list to also say, we plugged in that, now I'm going to plug in likuti Chabura that Reb Chaim is leading every morning in the summer. Uh, after the eight ten shachris in in uh, in kapot marim, ayin likute aluchos yiluchos shabbos. Look what he says here. Mashma she ha shabbos harishona he lehamshich tikun halameteth aluchos leimeiachol. Vashniah he lehargish esnayim ha shabbos leachar shenitaken ken ischaskus ayin sham. Shezekarov ladvarim haramonim kam. The truth is, we should have quoted first the gemara here. What is, what is what is what is this? It's is based on the famous Gemara in Masechet Shabbos. It says like this: In Yisrael Shtei I guess Mordechai Ben David had it a little bit wrong, right? Just two Shabbosim. That's what it should be, and we'll all be free. He says just one. I don't know. Maybe it's a chibur of both them together. So, Nachon. <laughs> So he says like this, the Gemara says, if we only kept two shabbos K'mosh Sarich, keil chasan, then the Geula would come right away. The Geula would come right away. So first, he brings us to a Likutei Alachos that says, Reb says, what does that mean? That a Jew keeps two Shabbos and K'mosh sarich What does that mean? So he said that the first one is to, that, the, that the focus is a Tikkun on the Lame Meaning, basically, Shabbat the, tikkun These the, that you take in with the kavanas that you've re- of refraining from doing all the malachas that you put that you save all the energy of your koyachaguf to put it in a tikkun of how you work during the week, and then the next Shabbos after that, he says lehagish to feel the sweetness of Shabbos after you live in a world where for a whole week you were just working shame shemaim. But to be able to just work L'shem Shemaim that whole week, it had to come from refraining that initial Shabbos from doing any Melacha. That one way of understanding, based on Reb Nelson, what it means, So again, huh? Or maybe it's the same Shabbos. So have two Shabbos, Shabbos. Maybe you're exactly right. It's one Shabbos. You have to keep both types of Shabbos. You, it's amazing how you down the kavzklus. I've never heard that of, really <laughs> a <man>. <laughs> <laughs> yet. A <Adain>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's refraining so hard from saying a for this. You never know. Never. He has a lot of sfulias. A, <laughs> a lot of. Tzuchiyas. You know, he helped us build the shul. Yeah, I asked him. I sent him a message. Did any of you see it? I, I sent him a message when we were doing the uh, the. Um, the campaign, yeah, and uh, I, right away he sent in a video, you guys didn't see this, did you see it, Mordechai ben David promoting Shirat David, are you kidding me, oh my God, I got to send it out again, half of you weren't even here then, but still, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to send it out, yeah, okay, that's the first. that's the first thing, right? Ma inyan shel shtei What is the union of these two shabbasot? Veelo im yesh koach beshabbas kha'as ligol vegiduv uzmechavenim. If it's possible to have complete redemption from one shabbas, medot shel Why do you need two rabiakom me'shechet lesayn? Be shtei shabbasot. Why do why do we need two? Umevar ki shabbas kha'as b'china Yisraelalos that one Shabbos is about awakening up something. Okay? Awakening something up. Okay, this is very important. This is a nekuda that I wanted to spend a little bit of time on. How often do we get excited about something? And we're sure that what we're experiencing is here to stay. And we're shocked when we meet ourselves a little bit later, There's no, I don't even remember. I, I don't even remember. There's no remnant, Biflal, of what I was feeling. This happens to us all the time. All the time that I get excited, and I'm certain that now I'm going to makeabble everything on myself, right? It's going to happen now. Like a moment of breakthrough with relationships. That breakthrough. And now you're sure, you're certain, this is going to last, right? But it's almost as if when you don't see the fruit of that His'eruz, and you see how much lower you feel the next week or the next day, you're almost ke'ilu, without saying it, I'd rather if it didn't even happen, that teaser. And you call it a teaser, that initial awakening. Our, our Indian, in like what's so important, like a yesod, and, and, and Rav Kook speaks about this a lot, this is a yesod in our Yiddishkeit, is that when there's an awakening, when there's His'eruz, I have to have a lot of Shmira over that Heseru's. I have to really guard that awakening because it'll, it'll end up causing the opposite if it doesn't, if it doesn't, what's the right word? If it doesn't blossom, yeah, thank you. If it doesn't blossom into Lamaiseh, it's not going to work. So quite often our lives, when you want to look at moments in your life of gradual growth or whatnot, the best is to always take a take a look at like a full week, eight days in your life, from Shabbos to Shabbos. Maybe, maybe actually... 14 days. Maybe two weeks. To say, what was one Shabbos like? What was the week like? What was the following Shabbos like? What was the week like? In terms of like, to to get a a sense of growth and being able to really put a point on uh, a trajectory of where where things are going, how I've been with moments in my life, this this will take a lot of like, he's This takes a lot of contemplation, introspection, and patience to to live like this but if we looked at ourselves like that with those blocks of time, we would kind of get a sense and a taste of where we're really at. Like where we're at. Where we're at is not how much was I flying that Friday night. Right, where, where I am was okay, I'm gonna remember Friday night, I'm gonna remember Shabbos, I'm gonna remember the sweetness of Shabbos or whatever, whatever the Yis Orarus was. Then I'm gonna be very focused on the week. Very focused on the week. Maybe even more than focused, the focus that was on Shabbos. Very focused was on how I conducted myself during the week. Then go into the next Shabbos, which was the hischas, because the strengthening that comes after the his And then I know where I'm at. Then I get a picture of the binyan. That's a binyan. That's a building. That's a building block. That's the way we really, you know, can consciously choose to build ourselves, if we really want to be real in terms of where we are with the vodas Hashem. I think, you know, as I am as I was saying this, I really see Tishrei looking like that, you know? The way Tishrei, the way Chazal, the way, that, the way that Tishrei is built is almost like, how do you know? Like, I hate when people say, how was your Yom Kippur? And they give you the from answer. You know what the from answer was? You never heard the from answer? Like, ask me next, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, ask me, I'm not asking you, how is your calculation of God forgiving you versus not forgiving you? Who, who am I to know and how do you know that? Right? It's not what I'm asking you from Yak. I'm asking you, how was how how Yantiv, right? But in a Panini way, how is Yantiv, based on what we learned is, will be, because Yom Kippur is Shabbos, Shabbos, and it's the Shabbos of all Shabboses. Yom Kippur would be, based on this is, how are the days that are in between Yom Kippur and Sukkot, which we've learned every year, Bikviyas, the famous Torah from Rav Kook, why those days are the days between Yom Kippur and Sukkot. Why they're completely different nature of these days. So, yeah. Uh, just I'm already telling you to talk louder because I, I can't hear. What? Much more. Much more.
1: We've got 70, 80. There was one here. Ain't that though? There's nothing like the one that's here. I could invite people here. Sometimes they, a couple will stick. But most people, they all come here at one time. Hey, not for me. Though you go into the typical Mignon, you know, you're in and out. I used to go to these other ones when I had to and not come here. I would walk out depressed. Messed mm-hmm. up my whole shopper.
0: You walk in there, you know. There's like no, no nothing. Just gloom, nothing. Just guy got up. They sent something to me. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We yeah. don't know. We don't know. How? Oh, wait, 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 wait. I wanna. Sorry. It's, we don't know. Yes. We don't know what in in the eyes of Shemaim how another minion that may seem to us dead. We don't know what a person's going. I I don't I don't want to I don't want to so make that up. Of course, we don't know. Of of course we don't know how, how do I, this is what he's talking about how do I know
1: does everyone need
0: yeah. or you're saying, are, you, are you saying everyone can get this in a different way or is it or well is it he not? said he said a million times like each person in a different way but I, I can't say that even though I do believe very very much that there is a of course I believe it but I also know that like if Ben Shapiro came here tonight for davening he'd be depressed you'd probably be depressed. I'm saying, we were speaking about before, meaning, Hashem decides when a person's heart's going to open or when it's not, right? But Bashar Husham, there are people that at a certain point, at a certain minion, what may seem to me like like an, a punishment, I don't understand, I don't understand the psyche of people like this, but I, I, un, I do believe that they're, something has happened. I don't know what's happening to them, but there's something, and I don't, who am I to say that, that it can only happen in our shul? I would never say such a thing, ever. Okay, yeah. I would never say it about any shul.
1: Wasn't, yeah, I understand that, and I wasn't necessarily, so I wasn't necessarily
0: asking that question. Right, so, wait, so, so, so refine, sharpen it, the question. Right,
1: look out there and I see, what I see is not something's not right out there. Something's not right. right.
0: I'm not saying that we
1: have the okay, key, okay. key to the, the castle, Okay. No one no one wants to, say, very, no few, one wants to very few. Very
0: few want to hear this. What? No one's talking out there. He's right. It's true. Remember, no, he's very that's it's a, true. No, it's not
1: true because of how there's
0: a block. There's a light. Like, Wait, so about but, but I wanna I wanna understand the Shila more based on this. Do people wanna have his oras? I bel uh, listen, <laughs> I think that each of us here believe that deep down inside everyone wants. They just—they're not connected to their inner ratzon, so they don't even know what they want. 100 percent. But he's talking about a basic level. He's talking about a basic level, like if it's even a ratzon to want to wake up, yeah. to want to—I believe that every person wants. So they just—they're not connected to their ratzon aponimi. Not everyone. yesh you v'yesh. Know, we're just, the, you know, the select group of
1: weirdos who actually want.
0: But it always starts like that. You know what people looked like at the time of the Baal Shem Tov? They would come to the Baal Shem Tov. What, they weren't weirdos. They weren't freaks. Of course they were. It's, a, it's like that in every awakening. It's like that in every, you know. It's, it's, it has to be like that. It's always been like that. Remember, Reb Shlomo would call his chaverim. You know what he would call them, right? Holy, with a different word? Also, but holy beggars, right? He said, the world thinks we're begging. And what we we're really doing is we're begging to give you Shabbos. We're begging to give you a taste of who you are. Holy beggars. But it's always like that. Like the fact what you described means that that's probably like no nothing's changed. It's been the same thing over the years.
1: I, I would never. Yeah. <laughs> right, speak also. And, you know. and you were <laughs> that that you time. Time. Yeah, you tell me Karl when your are Friday night a few years ago? out of summer? Are you crazy? Now it's
0: like, how could I not? You know? It's, it's, it's <laughs> you see, it's, it used to be terminology, Karl Bachman. Do you know that? Do you know, No, but do you know a few Nigunim of Rib Shlomo we actually have been singing? Not be Chavana, just because it's. The style. Yeah, it's called Vekas. Not the band. I'm saying it's <laughs> called, you know, it's this called kamaim yeah. libet, like pouring out,
1: yes. pouring out the heart. Dangerous to start uh, our ways, uh, the right way, and what are they?
0: No, I know. I know that's not what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. You're saying, could it be that not everyone needs to have a Shabbos like this, where they wake up and then have a yischaskus afterwards, based on the Shita that we're learning from Reb Noson Nikutei Halachos. That's, that's the Avodah. That, that's what needs to happen. That's what needs to
1: happen.
0: Right? That's what needs to happen. I'll t- you know, when I was in Yerushalayim a few weeks ago for Shabbos, I shared with some of the chevra, I, I thought that all I wanted was one Shabbos to go and grab a sefer and sit in the back row of a shul and don't bother me, I'm learning. That's what I thought the time, Right. <clears throat> and it really isn't. I realized though but, but when I did it that it that's actually not at all what I want to do. So I did that and it was like, mamash, this is not what I, this is really not what I what I want to do. And I did look around and I said, you know what? Some people would say Akasa would then go up, would start dancing. He would ask the he would like the story of Maeshla Gachavis. He would have the chazin get off from the bima, and he said, I gonna do it, I gotta do this strong, right? But because it was a Shabbos bar mitzvah in the shul that I was sitting in the back, I said, I'm not going to, you know, throw the grandfather off the Ahmed and, and start, <laughs> and start being chaz. And guess what? They were davening Karl Bach Nussach and it drove me insane because of the way that it became. It was just like... Because even that's parv. There's no... There's no... When you go to a place and they... Oh, what are we doing? He'd probably changed the us by now. Rosh himself. But I do... I But on the pnimi level, is that I do believe every single Yiddelah, whether they're aware of it or not, whether they're connected to it or not, they of course they want Isaiah's. Of course they believe that. It may not seem like that on the surface with most shuls, but of course I believe that. So of course we're offering it. Because we believe that. We believe it, shalom. we offer it, we promote it, We because we believe that that's what people really, really want. So... I have to believe, like I have to believe, that my Shabbos can be contagious in a holy way. I have to believe that, and I don't agree with what you said, that most people that come here don't come back. Oh no, I didn't. Mean, That's what you said. Maybe I
1: said, that, but the truth is, yeah, no, I don't know. Like, I just I'm yeah, it's it's, it's the
0: day, David. It's the largest okay. minion in a fraud on Friday night. It's not like, no, no. It's, you have to be careful with 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 Specific things because okay. it's just not it's not accurate. That that. Okay, it.
1: Yeah,
0: but but that's but you see, a missionary love deal. He can't go to sleep at night with the with the existence of that sentence, right? Our Indian is we're the most anti-missionary movement in the world. It's like, so not about that. It's my transformation. I must believe that my experience of Noam Shabbos, of the way he's describing it, that if someone actually saw who I become as a Balabite, as a husband, as a father, as a chaver, as a minion-goer, if they saw the transformation that I experience on Shabbos, I don't believe there's any yud that's alive (laughs) <laughs> that, wouldn't, that wouldn't want to taste more of that. There's no way. It's hard to get them. It's hard to get them here. In no, no, no. no. So, Yagam you know, Arashef is not saying you have to bring people in. He's saying, you can't go to another shul. You have to go here because this is where you're opening your heart and that's what's going to get other people to come. And you you're right. Inviting people is, is amazing and having them you know, see the um, experiences is great. I hear you, but I don't think that the key is making everybody come here and
1: experience this. But just seeing you you experiencing it, you opening your
0: heart, is
1: getting other people to, it's going to inspire other people to open Yeah. I know the frustration also. Like, you know, like I've had Sheeran and here, they like, oh, I'm so excited. And I tell my friends who are a little more Haredi or and they're just like, you know, they don't, and you're just like, well, how do you
0: not see? Everybody's got their own. Thing in life, nothing connected. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're yeah. Warrior, yeah. you're the
1: You're the guy who, you know. I've come a long way, but, but uh yeah. you know, no, it's but... true.
0: When I met you in, in back in the day in Greece, yeah. you'd be yeah, the I, last I like person. <laughs> you'd be almost the last person I'd be thinking and sitting there. <laughs> okay.
1: Listen,
0: you know, I Hashem <laughs> decides. Hashem decides. This is not. It's a madness you know, yeah. But again, the point. The point I want to say, like this, is. Even for the person that's coming to taste Shabbos here on a Friday night, if they really want to know, hopefully, what the shul is about, it's not about the Friday night. I once said, like, a year or two ago, up there in 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 the, in the cold cave, right? Um, I I said that if if people define our, our kehila as they have the best davening on Friday nights, it would be the saddest thing in the world for me. If that, you know what I mean? Because... Not, not, no, it wouldn't be the, the saddest thing in the world is when people get killed. You know what I mean? It would just be a fisfus It would be a missing of the Nakuda. What's the nekuda? this to me defines very well on a mission statement level what a lifestyle of hopefully archehila is. There's awakening, okay? There's an awakening. Then then who am I as a mensch? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Where am I middle? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then, oh, the Then, the Shabbos afterwards, I'm strong. Now, within that strength, there's another level of The V'chazer. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, when Then I continue. Sunday, Monday, I'm learning, I'm discovering, I'm crying the whole week to figure out what happened this last Shabbos. Again, another Yishaskos. So it's a shla, you know. And of course, it's Ratzel V'shov. There's going to be, you know, down and up and, and, and V'chulay. But I'm part of a Mizgeret. That's so much more than do I like the Nigunim on Friday night. It's so much bigger. And I, I'll, you know, I saw these, this transformation take place by people in Ashkodesh, in Widmir. I saw people that you would have never, ever in a million years think that they would have any Indian of discovering a little bit of their nefesh at all. Prior to joining the Mahalach that Rav Weinberger Shlita created there, there's no. And this is the R Shiva this is the light of the Baal Shem Tov. This is the light of the Tzaddik. This is not like our invention. This is the light of the Tzaddikim which shows up most brightly on Shabbos. I'm glad we. I don't even call it digress. I'm glad you took it there. I
1: was going to apologize.
0: Not at all. Not, are you kidding me? It's called a Chabura. not a Sheer. It's very good. Yeah, hands up. It's good. It's very good. So i give us a, a... We'll stop here. I'll give us a bracha that this Shabbos, like to take like in a very strong way. First of all, the first thing he said, tshuva me'ahava. Make make nekudas during Shabbos of chuva me'ahava. Where was my tshuva me'ahava? Was it more chuva me'ira or was it tshuva me'ahava? Point out. Nekudas. Chuva me'ahava. Tshuva me'ahava, what is... The sweetness of Shabbos. A moment of sweet. Ah. Say the puzzle. Say the words. For me, closeness to God is good. Say it. Say it. Put out tshuva me'avah. Emphasize. Don't be scared. The second Indian really is, okay, what's bubbling? What's the Yisarus that's coming out this Shabbos, right? And by being conscious of refraining from work, with the onion of, wow, I'm mamish refraining all my kochos of physical labor in this world. Why? Only because of one reason. Not because scientists say it's healthy and the latest research says it's much more, you live a more conscious life when there's one day of rest. It's only because one thing. God refrained from it. <laughs> and that's why I'm doing it. That's the arus, that's the awakening. But monitor, now it's not good to plan already for after Shabbos, but monitor your week. Monitor your week in the world of action. Monitor your week with the world of action and then show up again next Shabbos with the Yishchazkus. But another bubbling of awakening will happen again next Shabbos as well. And that's how we live from Shabbos to Shabbos. When these two bookends are Kehil Chasa, like the Gemara says, when it's kmosh Tzarech, G'biad Nigalim. Now, this is, this is like the shayla. Does it mean that one person has to experience this? And he'll bring you to the whole world, where the whole world has to keep Shabbos like this, between these two, you know, the week like this. So that Mashiach will come. When he comes, he'll explain to us if it was because the whole world did it or because one of us did it. But that doesn't patter us from doing it on our own, Be'ezer I mean, HaShem. Showing people that it's possible and that it's the best way, it's the best way to experience being in this very mashiach in the world. Mitoch simcha ve'ahava. Okay, good Shabbos, everyone. And Shkayach Brenner.